I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crenn and Sheila Highland, Episode 48, ever so close to the 50th, where we're going to have Marty Griffin. Big 5-0, we're saving Marty. We told him, Marty, you're 50 and 100. Yeah, I'm a couple of months in with Marty. People have asked me, what's it like? And I tell them it's, it's incredible. Like getting tased every ten minutes verbally. <laughs> it's kind of fun to do. Ouch! It. That would that'd Ouch. be fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait to have him on. Well, He's I've missed greatest. you guys. We uh, took a couple of week hiatus. You were traveling, Sheila. Where were yes, you? Yes, I was the world traveler within the United States. What the hell have you been uh, doing? So, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. well, we would. I, like I really to know. would like to know. Actually, I went to Portland, Oregon, which is my hometown. For my dad's 90th birthday. Oh, wow. That's tremendous. And I had a song made for him. I remember. Through, it, yes, through Songfinch. That's tremendous and gift. And it had all of his sayings in it. Um, As the coyote laughs with the cactus, so <laughs> shall the lips of the chicken be puckered. Keep your chin up, your powder dry, and don't take any wooden nickels. My dad is just full of It worked, though. Crazy. I heard and the it, song. It's like a country western yeah, it's, style. Well, it's kind of, yeah. I, I, my dad's not it's into cool. country western. It just turned out that way. I thought it would be really funny, and my, my dad cried. <laughs> Didn't really. Yeah, wasn't I mean, the reaction I expected. Well, the I, I think that's to get the effort of doing that. That's pretty cool, actually. I think somebody just taking the time to do something like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, you know, pretty cool. So your yeah. dad was emotionally touched. Ninety. He I was. mean, that's a big deal. It yeah. is a big How deal. Is he? Oh yeah. Is he physically you know what? okay? He is so sharp. His mind is so sharp. His body, uh, it's kind well, of failing you know. a little bit. But man, that mind of his, he can remember details. From when he served in the Korean War, when he was stationed in Alaska. I mean, the tiniest details. It was November 26th, and you know, we had is, an airdrop, and Bobby was doing whatever. Incredible. That is gold. I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. I'm like, but you know what? It is gold. If you could find anyone who's in, like that, been on this earth almost this century and has that sharp razor memory. There was a, a guy, uh, I loved him. He just passed away recently, but uh, I think I think it was 95, uh uh, Uncle Jimmy was uh, Mark Eddy is a brilliant comedian, uh, and he lives in Los Angeles and here. Uh, he's Pittsburgh boy, so uh, I go to visit him every few months or so. And we do some comedy festivals. And when I would go out and see Mark, I'd always hang with Uncle Jimmy, and he was ninety, you know, in his nineties. But, but the cool thing about him was he was uh, Myra Lansky's right hand man and the general manager of the Sands during the sixties, during the Sinatra. Era. You mean when the, there were guys there? Yeah. Oh, and, and that was stories. yeah. Oh no, it was yeah, but it was only up and up because that that license was key. That license was a money maker. But the interesting thing was he told me about 
Sinatra, Dean Martin, all those guys. And I kept asking him. He said, "Well, he said what he would have to do is he'd have a put he'd have to put a, ba- a bar up on stage when Sinatra played, and, and if Dean Martin was working the strip and Sammy." And uh, Peter Lauffer, Joey Bishop, they're all, and what would happen is he have a bar on stage. Could you imagine being part of this audience? If it was the, the last show, the midnight show, after the show was over, the bar was brought out, and Dean Martin would stop. Back. They would all be sitting at the bar, and you'd watch the show as they're t- telling stories, having drinks, and taking turns, walking up and singing duets or singing solo, telling this and that. and going. It, I couldn't imagine being there. And Jimmy said that, I said, how long did they go? He said, he said, sometimes it'd be 45 minutes, an hour. He said, sometimes it'd go to like six in the morning. Wow. They just get, no one will leave. I love and, those old And I'm sure they were sober stories. by the end of it. No, no <laughs> one would leave. Could you, I wouldn't leave. Could you imagine? I asked them, I said, who was the, the best, you know, like singers? And, and you got to remember now that those days, they didn't have the 60s. They didn't have like uh, the filters for the microphones mm-hmm. and all the, you know, uh, pitch things and all that. So the how you sounded was how you sounded you didn't sound like you did on the, on your album and he said uh Nat King Cole was the greatest voice he's ever heard he said i couldn't wait to when he, to hear him he sounded exactly like he did on the album Nat's roasting yeah, <laughs> yeah it's this rich voice he said he's a real nice person but but yeah he got to know all those people and he ended up uh for a few years running uh the casino in the Bahamas and uh, King Edward, the one where King Edward was <laughs> exiled to. <laughs> Remember the, uh, the, the King Edward? I think I was Edward. I'm not sure about the You name. mean because he married an American uh-huh. woman? Yeah, they, exi- Simpson. they exiled him to the Bahamas. The only Rat Pack guy I ever met was Sammy Davis. I told you guys that story. It's such a cool Get your two shot, babe. And it, I mean, just to meet him, though. Come on. So this guy was 95. Jimmy would. Jimmy was so cool, man. He met everybody, though. And you talk about from Tina Turner to to whoever, but just talk about like it was nothing. You know, what did like, he think of Frank Sinatra? He because thought he, he has a reputation that could go either way. He thought that. He thought, well, he thought he was. He, what, he he didn't really expound a lot on it because Jimmy. But you could tell Jimmy said he was. He said, "Well, he, he's a kind of a, a moody man, kind of to himself." That's what he would say. But he said Dean Martin, on the other hand, was the most incredible human being you could ever meet. He said he said Dean was the man. He said, people think Sinatra was the man. Dean was the man. He actually oh, he ran the show. He, he outsold, I think, his albums. Dean Martin was a great singer, too. But you're right. He doesn't seem to get as much credit as Frank. No. And, and he said, when Dean Martin played the Sands, he said, it was sold out in minutes. He said, and everybody, every guy wanted to be him. Every woman wanted him. He said, he was just the coolest, What's that coolest like? guy. He's totally cool. It's it's. It's keep, How do you handle it? Keeps me that? up yeah. at night sometimes. Since With <laughs> all these women falling at your feet, how do you Sweet. handle it? Hey, by nights? the way, <laughs> last time we were together, we talked about you know dating in the modern world. Yes, and, uh, it opened some eyes for a lot of people. Oh, uh, so thank you. I got some good feedback on that. Good, that's what we're here for. We're yeah. here to help. Jimmy's coming out help. with that new dating app. You've heard of. What is it? We're gonna stumble. Was that you're, you actually came up with the name of it. <laughs> right. This is Larry's invention. Stumble. Where's the co-invention? And it's going to be wonderful. Oh, in, talking in, of inventions, speaking of your stumble. Uh, okay. I have decided, okay, this, this is going to be my new business. I'm going to help men with their profiles oh, on my these God, dating sites. I need that. And please, <laughs> let's kidding. start with the pictures. Can we please start with the pictures? Have I ever shown you guys the pictures? Or of what's you wrong showed us the, a couple. Okay. What's wrong, what's wrong, Listen. My prom picture. My sister Nancy, <laughs> she was, you know, showing. Now she's the youngest of 
four boys. So she's, you know, all her life, we kind of tortured her. Probably, As yeah. you do with the youngest But kid. unfortunately, a couple of years ago, she lost the love of her mm-hmm. life to cancer at young age, 52. Um, so now, after all this time, she's sure. thinking, well, it'd be nice to spend some time with somebody, you know, go company, to a movie. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so she was looking on some dating sites, and she would send us pictures. Sheila. Oh, trust oh, me. Is it amazing? I, I oh. know. And you know, because you're on those sites, Jimmy. Yeah, the with women the are opposite. All, women are nice. They're beautiful. They are all, is it all the women same with the women too, though? I mean, are there are there women there holding fishing poles? I and... haven't had a fishing pole woman yet. Although I, I, I date a fishing pole woman. I haven't uh, had a fishing <laughs> pole. Woman. I had one guy that actually had um, had like wire wrapped around his throat, and it was pulling on him almost as if he was hanging. Himself. What a tease! Oh, that's, that's uh, a, yeah, I mean, I was, I was personally, people. I was really I mean, attracted to it. Um, we went out on a couple dates, and after that, just want to hang around. So <laughs> that was his catchphrase. I, I didn't know Jeffrey Dahmer's yeah photo was out there. I had a still. couple couple girls on horseback, which I kind of admired. Always wanted to ride a horse. Did you ever one. go on to FarmersOnly.com? No, but I think I'd like to try that. I think Farmers you should. Only. I don't you're, know if I could, you're a city guy now. Farmers. I don't know if only? I could get up that, that early. An actual. That's legit. What? FarmersOnly.com. But, but if you find a farmer woman. A farmer woman. I know I plenty. Have... I used to live in Nebraska. Well, I know plenty. You know plenty. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm on Farmers.com. I find this farmer woman. I am up at 5 a.m. You guys are calling me. To, hey, what are you doing? It's, you know, I'm like, well, it's 7 o'clock. I'm going to sleep. Why? Well, dating a farmer woman. You know, we got to get up. We got to milk. Yeah, we got to milk we, the cows. We have things to milk. Yeah. When we you get know? the pictures from Jimmy. Yes, and farmers. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, oh, yes, I'm good. Please great do. Place. Hey, there are some hot farmer women out I there, will be and the, some absolutely. hot farmer guys. Listen, I would be a great milker. I milk always had a thing I'm, for I'm cowboys. Good. Oh, Not really? So much farmers, but oh, the cowboys. Yellowstone those boots and guys. those hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah the I belt could do buckles. that. I would do that too for just to play up an image. With you the hat on. With oh yeah. Boots. I'd have to convince them. And now the know. Yellowstone's a hit. I'd have to convince them. Oh yeah. Let's talk like Kevin Costner. Where am I? cowboy hat my denim shirt and you know <laughs> tell them i live way out in the country out in cranberry <laughs> and we're a big farm out there big farm used to be yeah hey so speaking of music you two mm-hmm. were doing some singing yes we were at the porch concert not too long ago and i unfortunately couldn't make it so i want to hear the details and and you were doing tiny tim larry as i recall i did it and... was, i give it an a plus review on larry it was fun i thought you did a great job in dirty laundry though Larry, oh, actually, sorry, I thought I he did a wonderful job. Carried it. Voice was great. Thanks, Tiny Jim. Tim and killed I, me. And and I'm not just saying this. You killed it. You did uh, Elvis. You did Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. And then everybody kind of jumped in with you. Brown Eyed Girl. For Brown Eyed Girl with Van Morrison. But mm-hmm. in particular, his Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline, killed. That was fun. That's a great participatory song right because everyone's at that 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 whole yeah, crowd yeah. gets into it and it's fun they they play that at the pit game so they go you know sweet You're caroline let's da, go da, pit da, da. yeah and the whole crowd got in it was it was yeah we had a blast crowd so, was great people were nice beth clausen jimmy introduced me to her i wanted to do something during the pandemic come out the other side with a new skill yeah. always wanted it's to relaxing and, mm-hmm. get her mind off things i didn't come out with that skill yet 
I thought you did <laughs> tremendous. That's the surprise. Oh, Larry, you underestimate yourself. Oh, I'm telling you, Larry, you. it was you. You, you did a great job, and that yeah. was a. Uh, I just like I don't know. I thought you killed that song. I thought you did very well. Thank you. It was a fun night. So didn't you feel that? Didn't you feel you I, did it that? Just you felt could tell, good. right? It was just a fun night. But didn't you feel you could feel you were on that, that song, right? Can you do yeah. a duet? Did you do a duet? We've never Each done other? one. We okay, should. You though. two need to do a duet. Larry and I should do a duet. We should do like a Frank and Dean thing. Oh, Let's do it. Yes, I'm in. Rat pack. You swing, baby. How lucky can one guy be? There you go. <laughs> oh, nice. That's our. There's oh, really our duet. Good. Okay, come on, Larry. And you? Uh, I don't know like the rest of it. What song could we do? Ain't that a kick and a hit? Ain't that a kick? Yeah, it's cool, right? I don't know. We'll have to figure out a good duet song. Oh, you should do the Christmas song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Larry and I doing Baby, It's Cold Outside. That works. Larry and Jimmy. That works for me. Baby, It's Cold Outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. Larry's got snow tires. Baby, It's Cold Outside. Uh, (laughs) Sounds good. very controversial song That's kind of in your, you know. I think I could do Christmas songs. I like Christmas songs. I haven't tackled the Christmas song yet. White Christmas. That's my new thing. Christmas. Well, it's coming up, right? Yeah. I'll Do be it. the Pittsburgh's Bing Crosby. Larry and Jimmy's <laughs> Christmas album. Let's do will a Christmas be out album. Stores Yen's near your you. Christmas Let's, album. Larry, we could do a Christmas <gasps> yes. album. That could be our thing. Every year we do Christmas. And you could it's do like a weird Al Yankovic thing where you change the lyrics. Like, well, lyrics. parody. No, we, we're yeah. no, we're like singing songs, song songs. And I have. Uh, I'm. Go. Sheila brings up a point. We could alter some of the. You know, I do. I love parodies. I love them. I'm That's good, what I I'm a good parody writer. That crazy weird alley. He's made a gazillion dollars. Gazillion. He sells out arenas. And, and you don't have to really, uh, the the ASCAP and all that stuff, you can get away a lot with parody. It's a parody. You get a lot away with parody. You do them a lot. You know, well, we used to do them days. on the radio all the time. Tons. You used to sell CDs and raise money for charity. Sold 400,000 CDs. Is that right? Yeah, 18. Four hundred thousand. That's like wow. gold record stats. That's, that's hundred thousand. More CDs than the number of people that actually live in the city of Pittsburgh. That's, it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. People would wait for it every year, and, and you know it was cool. We in the early day, it was National Record Mart in the early mm-hmm. days, and uh, then it changed online. And but it was really it was interesting to do those. A lot of a lot of those parody songs. Mostly it was just bits that we did. You know, I wrote and did whatever and everyone did. But uh, the parody songs were fun to do. Uh, I liked it, but I like the singing. And that's a scary thing, Sheila. It's, I, I do want to go back. The, the crutch for me is comedy. The fear is singing. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, because really, because people go, well, I don't know if you can sing that. You know, go back to comedy, which it's hard to, to make that trend. So I'm trying to not always be a comedian first. That's what, that's what God gave me the gift. But the, the, the singing is fun and like see where it goes. So I'm going to do, I'm working on an acoustic act. To do a real singing show, but I'll tell stories to try to, you know, I yeah, can't I help but do comedy mm-hmm. in ways. To your strength, and I wouldn't want you not to do that, is tie in your comedic talent because, for instance, in the Beth Clausen <laughs> Porch concert for the first time ever indoors at Steamworks yep. on Route 8 in Hampton, uh, he had a couple of jokes right off the top, Sheila, that killed. Uh, and one was about <laughs> tonight we're raising money to get them a bigger Christmas tree. And you look over, <laughs> he points, there's this little tree and, uh, stuff like that, that kind of in the moment is yeah. really funny. People expect you to be funny. And I think if you just did a singing show, yeah, no matter make how sense. good you were, wouldn't they, they, they want you to make them laugh. Wouldn't make sense. So I have to definitely tell it has stories, to tie in some stories and build and tell a story around the song. Kind yeah. of. So, I'm tr- so that's what I'm doing. I'm putting together a set where I'm telling stories around songs. But you could also do, I could see 
you doing some parody stuff too, changing the lyrics, making it funny. I got fun. a couple old ones I could I could dust off. And, you now know. your good friend Mark Eddy doesn't he? He does all do parodies. That? Yeah, he does a lot of parodies. Yeah. He's and brilliant. That's at. that's his thing. That's his whole act. Yeah, he's been doing mm-hmm. that for years. Yeah, he has some original tunes too, which I do too from some characters that I used to do, like Ralph the Cat and Stanley Pikachowski and stuff. So, but yeah, I, I'm going to dust some of those off. But you know what? Act. I missed an opportunity when I went home that night after the concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, my head hit the pillow, and I thought, I missed the line of the night. So Frank Perman, the world's funniest <laughs> funeral director, is right. there. His daughter, who's a sophomore in high school, sang Jolene. Amazing. She's got a beautiful voice. Amazing voice. And then Frank got up and sang, uh, what was the? I can't remember what Loggins he sang and Messina. Your daddy don't dance. Your oh, mama. your mama don't rock and roll. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. That was it. And, when he, <laughs> and then Bob Zigarelli, who played the guitar is one of the most amazing talents. He's amazing. Musical Off talents. the hook. He sang a couple of songs, and one was Don't Bury Me. And then I'm looking, oh, wow. at, I'm looking at Frank, Put it together. the funeral director. Oh, yeah. Who was running for state rep. Yeah. Congressman, everything. Yeah, he, He's a lot he on narrow, his plate. narrowly lost, but this was right before the election, and I thought, <laughs> here's the line I missed. Yeah. So I referenced, I wasn't real comfortable with Frank, Frank, the funeral director, with Bob singing Bury Me. And I thought, the one thing I have a bit of advice for you, Frank, is I don't like your campaign slogan. (laughs) I'll be the last one to let you down. (laughs) That was a great line, actually. That was a great line. That was my line. But nobody heard it because I said I did. I laughed my ass off. I was laughing. You know what? Funeral directors are the funniest people. You have to have. I did. I emceed something for the funeral directors association years ago, and I'm telling you, those people have a true sense of humor. They have to. I have to tell you. I could tell you a story. And uh, my father had a great sense of humor, and that's the only reason I could I could tell the story because he's laughing up in heaven. I know he is, and my mom laughs when we talk. But um, I lost my dad about you know a little year and a half ago, Uh, almost two years. Anyway, Frank Perman. So I ended up calling for funeral director. But I remember when they called, I don't know if anyone had been through this. I never arranged a funeral. So they called from like the, the home he was in. And they said, um, I told him to pass. And we knew he was in, it wasn't going to be long. And, you know, Lily's 84, wonderful life and wonderful dad. Um, but they said, um, we're sorry. I said, yeah. I said, thank you for calling. They said, well, you got to come get the body. And I'm like, what? What? Now, I didn't know this, but they meant for me to call a funeral director. Oh, Oh, dear God. But I thought, I didn't know. I thought they wanted me to come get the body. So you you had to show up with a van? No, I I had a challenger at the time. I'm thinking, I'm I'm talking to her and I'm like panicking. And I go, wait a second. What do you mean? And they said, well, you know, we could keep it here tonight. You come tomorrow morning. We need... That's what the procedure is. We can't keep the body more than a day. I'm like, well, what? so I have to come get. I'm thinking, do I call Harry Hayden to help carry the, my dad's? My dad, what do we do? Right? What do I do? Where do I put him in my condo? Do I put him in the car? I am freaking out. I don't know what to do because he said he got to come get the body over and over. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I finally realized, oh, call a funeral director. And then I called Frank and he took care of it. 
It's wonderful for you to work there. But that, I thought for oh my the first God, that's ten minutes, five, I just went on for a while. How am I going to get him in the chair? It was your dad's yes. final joke on you. He had to be, oh God, yeah. If you knew him, <laughs> you'd know he'd be laughing so hard at that. Yeah, that was definitely, definitely laugh with. <laughs> so, Sheila, where else were you after you went to your dad's 90th? So I 90th. went from Portland yeah. to Phoenix. Uh I was there for a conference for a couple of days and then went to visit family and friends. And we also went to Tucson as well. Have wow. you heard of these little animals? Actually, they're not that little, called javelinas. I have heard of them, yeah. Okay. I'd never heard of nor seen a javelina. So, Larry, think of... So, like an armadillo? Okay, think Well, kind of think think of a cross between an armadillo and a pig and a boar. It's a like weird all, animal, yeah. If they all mated. Okay. So, and they sound and they snort like pigs. We are in the backyard looking up these beautiful mountains in the back of my brother and sister-in-law's house. And the neighbor next door, who was sitting outside, came over and said, the javelinas are out front. And I'm like, what are javelinas? I'm thinking it's a bug, it's a whatever, like they're little mice. <laughs> a new <something>. drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we all run through the house to go look at the javelinas outside. We go outside. And there are nine javelinas. I mean, they're they're larger than the size of most dogs. I mean, just think of I've like never seen pigs in I've been running in through times. your I've yards. Think of pigs. They almost look like they have little quills on them, like a porcupine. Can they hurt you? Yeah, oh, yeah. They can be very aggressive. They can knock you down. But we were getting very wow. close to them. We, you know, we had our cameras out. Wow. But we don't it's have just javelinas. so bizarre because I'd never heard of this animal nor seen this animal. And and they're just walking I've around on the of streets of Tucson in packs. Really? Yeah. In packs? And they eat the these <laughs> oh eat the little God. nuts that fall from Attacked the trees. Attacked by the javelina there. gang. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Uh, that is. Yeah, I'll show it's you. It's kind of scary. Later. I want to see the javelina. I, I, I don't Stay know away from javelina. I got to see it. That's what you got to have a Lena. See, I love Pittsburgh because that's why I never left Pittsburgh because we don't have an animal or a bug that can kill you. You go other places, you go to Australia. Wait, like we don't 10... have the brown recluse spider here? They rumored, rumored. Uh, Come on. He's hey, but we've had of... some alligators that have gotten loose. Every once in a while, you get something. You get you hear about the brown recluse who comes out with his little sweater in the winter. And, hey, I'm still here. I'm not leaving Pittsburgh. Yeah, but Most we have of them ticks. leave. Go, we got a tick. We'll get you. But no, but come on. You go to, I go to Australia. I went there. They had like 20 things that could kill you. Uh, Arizona. Uh, scorpions, uh, snakes, uh, nine, all these different things. So I almost didn't want to go to sleep here. after Havelinas I heard about the scorpions. My God. Thank yeah. you. But they scorpions. said that they rarely will attack you. Oh, rarely. And that you don't, you don't always die. Oh, oh good. That's you nice. can survive. That gets a little bit more I'm telling you what, I had the hardest time even crawling into bed that night. I was pulling back the, the sheets right? and looking to see if there were you know, any brown they could be anywhere. spiders or That's another thing. You have a lot of those there else. in Arizona. Because it's nice out. They have sunny, warm days. They go, you know what? We're going to stay here. It's nice and warm. Yeah. Pittsburgh is really cold. They have better football teams yeah. and sports teams. But they also have uh, coyotes back I, th- there I believe we have coyotes somewhere. We in North do. Hill. I think just... North Hills has them. Yeah, but they are. Only I mean, in Cranberry. I mean, they're just right there. Only though. in really nice neighbors with coyotes. You don't really see them. They're Mount really Lebanon, good at uh, Cranberry, Fox Travel. Just over the hill here. When you drive. Damn here. Green Tree. Green Tree Coyotes. Foster Plaza. I lived here for many years. I remember Coyotes. I, 10 o'clock in the morning, I was driving over the hill. I got off the air. had to go down to this little plaza. And I saw, I thought it was a German Shepherd walking across the street. I'm like, oh, that dog got loose. And then it turned and looked with the No. Wait, he looked at you. Oh, eyeballed me. 
Oh, like, I ain't no Jimmy like, Shepard. I'm a Pittsburgh Coyote. <laughs> I'm all your eye. That's exactly it. Got here. It was me, a little little disturbing. Don't because make me barky. I was thinking I'll coyotes. Bite. Yeah, you see the cartoon all those years. You know, yeah. oh, Wiley Coyote. coyote man. No, these things are bigger than you think they are. You ain't no roadrunner there. They got the you teeth. don't want to piss them off. No, no. but they, they typically don't mess with people. Pittsburgh coyotes are I mean, dangerous. when's the last time you typically, heard Typically, Well, same thing with the uh, the scorpions. They don't typically mess with people. Oh, I, speaking of scorpions, my girlfriend's husband yeah. was at his workplace, and okay. they had just come back from Costa Rica. Okay. He's at, he was at work, he, he used to work for Comcast, in his office, takes off his suit jacket, sits down, he's on his laptop, doing his work, happens to glance up and sees a scorpion crawling up the wall. See, we do not see that here in Pittsburgh. Thank okay, you. well, what he realized was this scorpion had gotten onto his clothing from <laughs> the suitcase at home <laughs> and, had, heart attack. and crawled into his what? jacket and he... Had the jacket on and driven into work You're with the scorpion. Me. No, with the scorpion in the jacket. Scorpion's like, I'm going to work. This is so nice. Yeah. I've never been anywhere. Did, but didn't get <laughs> didn't get bitten. Can oh, you imagine happy. though? I no, I couldn't. Looking up and seeing a scorpion yeah. here in Pittsburgh, and no. knowing that you carried that thing all the way no. from Costa Rica with you. I couldn't imagine in your luggage. And he so, didn't. Oh, bite. that's the other thing too. They say don't put your luggage on one. the floor of anywhere like a hotel. Put it up. Oh, they can get in the towels because, and I mean, anywhere. Well, it, but anything told, yeah. can. Any spiders, whatever. Now I'm That's, always, I'm always zipping to, that thing you up. You do not have to worry about that in Pittsburgh. The only thing to worry about is, according to Larry, is the Pittsburgh coyote. It's the only thing that'll kill you. Yeah. And you know what? I'll whatever happened you. to Look, bed bugs, Sores too. looking at you, Larry. Who are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> we never hear about bed bugs anymore. <laughs> we were all concerned about them. But... Although I did have a, uh, a problem. They just got, got rid of a cricket. Cricket problem. There was a cricket in my house. We had a battle, he and I. Was it making a lot of noise? It was killing me. He was killing me. He was stay. I just couldn't find him. I was looking for him everywhere. He's hiding. I'm spraying peppermint stuff. You know, I had my 22 year old cat. Elvis was looking for him. Elvis almost got him, I think. But I think he was just staring at something invisible, like he does. He was just staring in the corner. But I just every time I think I got him, I got him. I got him. Midnight, be like falling asleep. I hear that damn thing. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He was taunting me. He was. This is going on for a month. He was going like this. Yes. <laughs> you should have brought a snake in. I don't, well, I thought Elvis could do the job even at 22. But uh, finally, the cricket, I got this peppermint spray. I feel bad. And I went, you know, because like, I was kind of liking him. In a weird way, after a couple weeks, he was kind of relaxing me, sleeping. It's like going camping. Like, see my little cricket. But then I got this peppermint spray and sprayed. And one day he came out limping. I felt really bad. What does peppermint spray do? It to was an uh, insect spray. It, it, it actually repels, kills insects, believe it or not. Yeah. So your cat and dog are safe. It's usually uh, peppermint and lemon oil mixtures. If you go online, you'll see it. Or it oh, for Jimmy, some reason, Jimmy I didn't know Pita's that. Jimmy on the phone. They're I asking for you. I didn't know that till now because it's safe for the, my cats. I, you know, Elvis is an old timer. I got to watch him. So this peppermint spray is safe. It makes your house smell like Christmas too. But uh, <laughs> except the cricket didn't like it after a while. But you know, but yeah. I think I, I want to say the cricket died of natural causes, possibly because it came out limping and just croaked over. He may have just did like. Did you call Frank Perman? I did. <laughs> I, we had a little viewing. The crickets viewing was uh, uh, one day. And it was one day service. It was really And nice the cricket little never cricket. smelled so good. How about this? You know, Elvis couldn't even kill the cricket. I see, when a, one, one I lady. see a series of children's books that you could write. Me and the cricket? Jimmy oh, the cricket. Yeah. Jimmy the cricket. Jimmy the cricket. Jimmy and the cricket. Very similar to. 
Jim Elvis Cricket? was afraid of it. I thought he was going to kill it. Came out limping. And Elvis just ran away. This is not a right. Right. He just looked at it like and he just ran away. Like I don't want to. What did kill that thing? What is that? That that bug. So all right, let me ask you guys about some Thanksgiving traditions. Mm, What's your sure. deal, Sheila? This year I'll be in Florida for Thanksgiving. You're always going somewhere. I nice. know it seems that you way. You do. Lately, I love your travel it? schedule. I live through you. Your travel. Well, it's wonderful. I've seen you, know, you on a plane right? a couple of times. I, my big trip yes, is to the Lake. We run into here. each that's other on, on planes. So she, that that's me. I'll be in Florida, and fortunately, there are no javelinas there. That what I know part of, of Florida? <laughs> uh, Boynton Beach. Oh, I love. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. I used to live in West Palm. That's right. I forgot you had lived in there. Yeah, I did radio. Lived there, there, not living there. (laughs) Spirit of the Palm Beaches, W I R K. That's cool, West Palm, man. It was cool, but it paid like sunshine, 300 bucks a week. That would go far in West Palm. (laughs) You can't. Does not go far. No money there and worth that. I'll buy you one shoe. You have no money there and worth that. So, how about you two? Your Thanksgiving traditions? Mike, recently, my my mom will make uh, turkey and stuff. Now, in stopping, we'll have our Thanksgiving uh, together, her and I. And, but the thing is, uh, my tradition, though, is, is the actual leftovers. I love to make the leftover uh, stuffing mm. sandwich with uh, cranberry. That's better than the meal. The meal's great, but the stuffing and cranberry stuff is fantastic. Post Thanksgiving. Post Thanksgiving. better the day after. It is always better the day after, man. And, and uh, you know, I'm old, you know, 63 now. I'm old. When I was younger, though, I had some wonderful. We I was at the card table for many years. Me too. Always at the card table, and I went up. I went to the majors once for a cup of coffee. Literally, <laughs> they brought me to the big table. I had a cup of coffee, uh, and then I, I think I spilled something, and I went back down. It was, it was a quick cup of coffee. Table. My uncle Ed just said, just gave the nod, and I, I knew it was over. And I went back to the kid table, and so I was only up. To, I was only up to the big table once in my whole Thanksgiving career, but. Uh, but it was a really fruitful career, and I'll cherish that. Not everyone makes it to the big table. Did you make it? You made it to the big table, right? Eventually. But Eventually. With we so many, you know, five kids in sure. my family, cousins and everything. It's it not easy. Yeah, we big family, mm-hmm. a lot of aunts and uncles. You know, older. Mm-hmm. It was tough. Yeah, I was the youngest as well, too, so it took me a long card time table to make it many up to years. the big table. But it was a card table. table. I owned the uh-huh. card table. I was the bull dorm of the card table. I was like a veteran who knew what to do and been around You're the like, block twice and knew how to get extras, you know, <laughs> dessert. I knew how to work it. Usually it's closer to the kitchen, too, the kid table. Always close to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Kids love me. And uh, then, almost, then, like I said, I will never forget the day I got called up. It was beautiful for moments that lasted. But you only Plus, got a cup of coffee and that, then they sent you back? Literally, a cup of coffee, spill something, and we got oh, Uncle Ed just gave a look. Like, this is a This is the big table. You don't. This is the nice tablecloth. You don't spill With stuff. With the cloth right. napkins. You, you, you've had so much training over there, and you, it's, it's on you, Jimmy. This isn't on us. You did this to yourself. But I made it. I made we were it. fairly traditional, except one year my sister... Invited us to Thanksgiving. We're like, okay. this breaks, you know, tradition. my parents used to have. And right. It was like the it's same always a big routine. deal when that happens. Mm-hmm. Nobody breaks the tradition. But my sister, okay, what happened? Nancy wants to have it. She cooked one of those traducan things. Oh, wow. How was that? What? Have you ever heard of that? No. Traducan? Yes. It's a turkey with a chicken stuffed in it uh, and a duck. Really? Yeah, traducan. You never heard this? I've heard of it, yeah, because I remember John Mann used to do the turducken traditional, but I never had it. Never wait, wait, wait. It. a turkey with a chicken stuff yeah, oh, yeah. in it? Yeah, John oh, yeah. Mann used to and always have duck. it every year, the turducken. But, but yeah, she, it's, she it looks had, good, though, when it's made. Well, that's one version, and then the other, and she reminds me, 
No, at the time, I think she was a vegetarian. She said it was a tofurkey. No. Yeah. You ate a tofurkey? <laughs> well, it, I didn't eat much. No. But I would, that would leave tofurkey. Tofurkey was like, it's tofu. Uh, I mean, and then she that would cooked be rough. Uh, uh, green beans, cream green beans. <laughs> wow. Dish. Wow. And it, I love it. it. Was, it was so small when yeah. it, it when she brought it out. We were like, we thought they were individual servings. <laughs> this was for the table. I can't imagine the, the leftover tofurkey sandwich would be horrible. Did you ever have any tofurkey? No, and I'm, I'm actually a vegetarian. Really? I have not See? had any. No, you I, should. I would, no, I That's would not right, want you're that. you're a vegetarian. No, I, well, I'm not that see, strict. I'll probably won't. have a couple bites of turkey. No, you got to see. Uh, uh, I got to bring up. Let me see it. You're, wait, well, so... <laughs> now they have impossible. Is she going to listen to this? Yes, yeah, she is. Probably. Oh, yeah. She's going to be so. Uh, I want to try it. I'll Toe try furky. it. Tell her to make what one. I'll try it. What is it made of? Tofu. Turducken. Turducken's uh, with the duck and the turkey. But the tofurkey is probably, I'm guessing, it's tofu. turkey flavored yeah. tofu. And I actually tofu. like tofu. Do you? Turk oh, yeah. and turk. My stomach gets a little, <laughs> you know. Weirded out. From yeah, tofu. I would have a little yeah. problem with it. I'd, huh. I'd like it. I'd like to try it, though. Never had it with gravy. You put gravy on anything, it pretty much could eat it. Well, that's kind of the th- thing with tofu. You put anything in it, and it will take. It takes on the taste of whatever you you're throw cooking it with. Gravy on it, I will bring it. Well, I'll eat you it. you would like I'm it. Good. Tofu and gravy. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Stop how many it. people gather around for your Thanksgiving? Uh, this year, uh, I don't know, eighteen. Oh, good, good sized number. Yeah. I'm going to be appearing at uh, Seven Springs if you're uh, on a vacation and going up there for the weekend. I'll be appearing the night after Thanksgiving in concert at Seven Springs. So if you're going up to party Where after are you going? Thanksgiving, the foggy bottom. Seven Springs, uh, I'm not sure what room they have me in. Or the Froggy Goggles. No, or... not, it's foggy, not gonna, foggy, foggy Goggle. Goggles. It's yeah. not going to be in a Foggy Goggle. <laughs> foggy I think it got me in one of, their, one of their rooms somewhere. I'll be doing a concert the night after Thanksgiving. So if you're looking for something to do, Come up and party with me tonight. Come on, party in Seven Springs and the night after Thanksgiving. That's pretty fun. And oh, you'll yeah. be in Florida. Be You're in hitting Florida. Florida. Boynton Beach. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll be, be on my way to Miami. Nice. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, there you go. The University of I'm Pittsburgh in. Panthers take on the Miami Hurricanes. That'll be Saturday after Thanksgiving. So you guys going warm weather. I'm going, ter- I'm going uh, skiing, which I'm not a good skier, but I know how to stop. Maybe. Well, they not a bad better skier. get some snow soon. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. They're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. They'll be skiing down some grass. They gotta make. <laughs> what if we snow or something today? Absolutely no. not. Which is the idea? It's the goal of the show. No, but we, I, we, we learned, learned about javelinas. We learned that there's a coyote. There's one coyote in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Green Tree, and he's after Larry. He's a badass. He's, yeah, he's a Yenzer coyote. Yeah, there's only one coyote. He just gets around. It's all him. The neighborhood. He's after Larry. <laughs> Jimmy's. Uh, Continuing to develop dating apps. Yes. Uh, we talked about Stumble now, farmersonly.com. You didn't know that was no, real. No, I didn't. Right. I'm looking um, it up. You have to start waking up early. All right. Well, safe travels that. for the holidays. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And we're going to do our mm. Christmas show, will be our next podcast on uh, Odyssey. It's the pre app you can download. You can go to kdkradio.com. Our producer is Dick Roberts. Also, want to thank Jim Petolsky. Based for Radio Productions, Jim also did the sound for our Beth Clausen porch concert indoors at Steamworks and did a great, great job. And, guys, I think that's it. Happy holidays, everyone. Larry Richard, Unfiltered with Jim Crenn and Sheila Highland, Episode 48. That's a wrap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 